received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, Welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Welcome, fight enthusiasts. We're into March, and we're going across the pond for UFC London. And in UFC London, we're going to be treated to a couple heavyweight fights the main event heavyweights Volkov against Aspinall will be a real treat and we will address that one the first thing we'll address is this fake Patty Pimlet English fighter that the UFC is propping up they're giving him a complete tomato can so that he looks good in front of his London brethren this Pimlet I've been calling all week a tea caddy I looked that up in English vernacular. That's the equivalent. It's a tea can. And so what I'm calling Patty is bloated and totally overhyped. And he's a complete fade. However, based on who they're giving him in this fight, he's not a fade. But we will be addressing old Patty T. Caddy uh, Pimlet as we move into future fights. Number one point of business, as always, thank you to the many listeners that are obviously fight passionates, as well as businessmen. We're getting 14 countries of representation and really way more listeners than I ever dreamed of, and I thank you. Business, last week we squeaked out a .30 of a unit profit by going three and four. To date, 23 and 28 plus .68 units. Yeah, we're... Scraping the apple pretty thin. That's still only a 1% ROI. But a couple of lessons. Number one, the end of the first quarter is about two events away. So it's important for us to finish strong. And then the next concept we need to understand is my friend Tupac Shakur. He sang a song, It Ain't Easy. Listen, very few podcasts do what I do and track to the penny every release and every result. And the reason they don't do it is because it's so hard to turn a profit. Well, so far we're turning a small one and we're not done with that. So focus for today, net profit, a review of future bets in our pocket, UFC 274, Oliveira minus 155. He's already a nickel or a dime higher. And then when Glover Teixeira defends his light heavyweight championship against Yuri Prochaska, who's here in Phoenix training with Fight Ready. We have Prochaska minus 185, and we're slightly ahead of the market on that fight. No one's really looking that far ahead. Today, I'll add another future. So without any further declarations, let's move right in to round one. In round one, 
we're going to start early in the card with a featherweight fight. Englishman Mike Grundy and Mr. Finland Makwan Amir Khani, who I'll refer to as Amir Khani. Listen, Amir Khani is really not very capable in the stand-up, but he's quite versed as a mixed martial artist with his BJJ. He's athletic, and he's really kind of a cocky kid that I've really put the fade on most of his career. He's been in with good fighters, though he's lost to Lerone Murphy. He's lost to uh, Edson Barboza, no shame in that. Shane Burgos, no shame. He's been in with competent UFC level fighters that he just can't quite compete with. Standing on the other side of the octagon, Mike Grundy is a very limited fighter as far as talent is concerned. He's 35 years old, so he's older than Amir Khani, two inches shorter, reaches about the same, and he's a righty, whereas Amir Khani's a lefty. Grundy, really, he's lost to Evloev, no shame, lost to Lando Venata, eh. It's my take on Grundy that even though he's fighting for his dad who's terminally ill, and that should provide a ton of focus to a guy, I think in front of his home fans, it, provi it also provides pressure and potentially too much emotion. This is a fight where I think Amir Khani may have the goods on Grundy, talent-wise. And I think in the end, talent is where we're going to go. And because it seems every fight card, the first time out of the gate, we drop, I'm going to go just a half a unit until we win one of these dadgum things. So round one, Makwan Amir Khani, he is currently priced at plus 165. We're going to take a half unit to an 82.825 of a unit on Makwan Amir Khani. That's round one. Now let's move in to round two. Okay, round two. This is going to be one of the more entertaining fights on the undercard. And let's all remember, this is London. So these fights kick off at 10 a.m. Pacific time for the prelims and the main events in at one o'clock Pacific time. So do your math accordingly. It's, it's more lattes than cold beers for this card, at least for this old saddle. Anyway, moving into round two, we have Meatball Molly McCann facing off against Brazil's Luana Carolina in a ladies flyweight bout. What we have here is going to be excitement. McCann, surely a fan favorite. She is tough as a $3 steak. She's determined. She's going to have the crowd behind her. But she's short. She's stocky. She is not precise. Her best attributes are mental and aggression. She's not necessarily a polished mixed martial artist. Standing on the other corner, Luana Carolina is a fighter from Brazil that's going to be three inches taller, have a seven-inch reach advantage arms, couple of inches with the legs. She's three years the younger girl. Carolina will benefit with the larger cage because she's going to need to keep the in-charging McCann at the end of her strikes. Molly McCann, if you sneeze on her, cuts. So she's going to be red and juicy by the time the middle of the first round is over. 
we have to have Luana be able to maintain distance in this fight. Look for Molly to be a steamroller early, and Luana's going to have to take this fight late. And I think when she does, she has a great chance here to pick Molly apart from the outside using her movement. She has 88% takedown defense, so it's not going to be easy for Molly when she does get inside. This is a fight that I released on Monday, Carolina plus 115. I thought the number was going away. Actually, I'm a dummy because all the public's going to come in on these Irish fighters late, come tonight and tomorrow. And so you might want to be patient on this a little bit, uh, at, like I was not, because currently Carolina is plus 120, plus 125. The over two and a half is listed minus 330. So they look for a decision in this fight. But let me tell you something. I'm taking Carolina here plus the 120, plus 125, as released early in the week. Carolina via sub is plus 1,200. I beg you to put a dime or 15 cents on that proposition. With Molly's aggression, she's going to be charging in like a bull to a matador. And Carolina is a long, long drink of water. She could easily get those arms around Molly and sub her out. Don't forget about the prop. Round two, Carolina, plus 120, plus 125, wherever she closes. You can be patient here for one unit now. Let's move into round three where we have a parlay. As mentioned, round three, we're going to take a couple of very light favorites. We're going to put them together in a half a unit parlay. Again, I'm being conservative here. We want to just make some plus money on this card and march ahead. So let's move directly to the fight that features Wales fighter who will be taken as a home hero Jack Shore against Timur Valiev. This is a story about line adjustment. This Valiev opens minus 175 to Shore 150, and they eat Shore all the way down to current price Valiev minus 115, Shore minus 105. Well, Shore's the local guy, so he's definitely getting some support from the English, the British Isles, that whole area. He's also going to be two inches taller. He's five years younger. He's got advantages in arms and legs. That said, he's only 3-0 and in the UFC. And quite honestly, when you look at Valiev, he has beaten Ronnie Barcelos in his last fight. He's much more of a complete fighter. He's more experienced. He's been in with better. And I think the bookmakers had it right at opening line. We're going to get a chance to take Valiev in a fight that's going to be very, very close. And if it's very, very close, you got to worry about judging. But leg one of the round three parlay is Valiev minus 115. Now, understand here, looking at the props, Valiev via split or majority decision plus 800. Sure split majority decision, plus 850. When you have a line that's moved this much and a handicapper like me that believes this is going to be a razor close fight, I think the judges could get involved here and we could see something funny. So just be aware of those props. But round three, leg one, 
Timur Valiev, minus 115. And we're going to go up to the co-main event of the evening, Dan Hooker and Arnold Allen. And we're going to take that fight goes to decision at minus 150. We're going to team it with Valiev, minus 115. A half a unit wager there on that parlay returns 1.06. Hooker. Moving down from 155 to 145, by all indications, he had a good cut. He's going to be the much larger, longer man. He's got three-inch reach advantage legs, five inches arms, and he's definitely going to want to keep this fight standing. He's been in with the who's who of the lightweight division. Makachev, Poye, Chandler. In fact, those are his last three losses. No shame at all in that. Allen, meanwhile... Didn't get to train at TriStar for this camp, so you wonder where he trained. He's been somewhat inactive. That said, the kid is a very, very solid fighter, tends to want to do most of his work from the ground. Allen, who only has one loss on his pro career, and that's back in 2014, has been on a tear, though he's been relatively inactive. His fight last year in April against Sadiq Youssef was a win. And that tells you the composition of the fighter that Allen is. Unless Allen runs into a hooker knee trying to take Dan Hooker down, I look for this to be an ugly slugfest, slobber-knocking, tight, grueling affair that goes to decision. And for that reason, round three, half a unit parlay, Valley of minus 115, to the fight goes to decision minus 150 and Allen and Hooker, half a unit makes 1.06. Now, before we move into the next round, let's hear from the fine folks at Manscaped. This episode of the Bout Business MMA podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped's new ultra-premium collection is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man. We're talking premium deodorant, hydrating moisturizer, body wash, shampoo and conditioner, and even a free gift. The power of attraction is now in a bottle, thanks to Manscaped. Get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code 20LOO. Support the Bout Business MMA podcast and get 20% off site Wide. Plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code 20 Looney. Round four, main card, light heavyweight, Russia's, actually the Ukraine cranes, Nikita Krylov facing F against the Scotsman, Paul Craig, who's been on an unbelievable tear since he decided to quit trying to strike and just let his Brazilian jiu-jitsu do all his speaking. Krylov from the Ukraine is going to have an inch reach advantage, but it's Craig, the larger man and a little bit older man. In fact, at 34, Craig knows and is focused on this being his run. He's in there against a tough hombre in Krylov, who's got plenty of experience and been in with good fighters. That said, there's nothing flashy, special, or elite about Krylov All his skills, well-rounded, blended together, make for a certain top 15, top 20 fighter in the division. But I think Craig is going to be too much. I believe he's going to be just too focused. In this fight, Krylov opens 175 favorite to Craig 150. And then by about Wednesday, Thursday, 
we saw Craig was as high as plus 170, where I was forced to tweet out a move on him as the line started to come towards Craig. We're currently Krylov minus 185, Craig plus 165. So those of you that were able to get me early in the week are plus 170. Right now, it's just a nickel or so less. Paul Craig, the Bear Jew, is in a really good position here. And at plus 170, 165, he's a unit wager. Now, you want to play it a little differently and go 0.75 on the Craig and then take a quarter of a unit and put it on Craig via submission at plus 450? I wouldn't have any problem for those that do that. More than likely, the way Craig wins is via submission. That is our round for release, Paul Craig plus 170 for a unit. Now, we're going to segue up to UFC 273. That occurs April 9th for a future wager that we're going to take. There were rumors that Kelvin Gastelum was going to drop to 170, in which case I was going to be a tremendous supporter of his. However, he's staying at middleweight 185 to fight Nazardin Imovov. That fight was just released within the few hours. And at both Caesars, DraftKings, I should see all three, and, and FanDuel, you have Imovov, minus 195. I assure you that by the time that fight goes off, he will be higher than that. Nazardine Imovov, April 9th, UFC 273, minus 195 for a future wager. That takes us to three future positions, which we will review again next week. And now for our final round, round five, where we have two releases. Round five clearly takes us to the main event here, Volkov Aspinall. As far as the side is concerned, Volkov opens minus 120 to Aspinall plus 100. My first thoughts there were, man, they're giving Aspinall awful lot of respect. For a guy that's 11 and 2 and has only had three UFC bouts. Not only that, his win against Jake Collier, Collier's a blown up middleweight. Then he took on Badeau, the fighter that trains with Gan. He's 0 3 in the organization and, and scratching to just hang into the UFC. Lastly, Espinal dominated Sergey Spivak, who's a legitimate top 15 heavyweight. However, Spivak is not even close to the level of competition that Volkov has been facing for some years. Now, let's understand, Volkov, 34-9, and has been fighting for a long time. He lost to Cyril Ghan in a decision. N no shame there. He's beaten Tybura, Overeem, Walt Harris. Greg Hardy, Fabricio Verdum. He has a loss to Derek Lewis, which was a fluke. He was beating the brakes off Derek Lewis for that whole fight and had a very poor performance against Curtis Blades that, in my opinion, and maybe even Mr. Volkov's, changed his approach to fighting. In this fight, I see Volkov, his level of experience, who he's been in with. He's two inches taller. Though he's five years older, he's only 33 years old, which is young for a heavyweight. He's got two-inch reach advantage, three-inch advantage with his legs. And this is simply too much 
too soon for a guy in Tom Aspinall that in his whole pro career has never heard the bell for round three. Aspinall's not going out there knocking Volkov out in a round or two, I assure you. In fact, we're going to take Volkov, who opened minus 120 and is now an underdog, plus 110. That's a positive, profitable trend, taking the favorite that switches to the underdog. We're going to take a unit on Volkov, plus 110 or better. As well, we're going to go to the props. Fight starts round four, minus 115. That's a bargain. Now, some of you may not be able to use DraftKings and have that access or the FanDuel. Then you may have to take the over three and a half. I still like that. This fight clearly goes into four and five. Volkov's not going anywhere, and he's going to force Aspinall to work and get into those championship rounds. Round five, Volkov plus 110 or better for a unit. Fight starts round four minus 115. And with that, I'm going to wish everybody profitability. Remember, these fights start 10 a.m. Pacific in the morning. Please enjoy your weekend, and thank you for listening. Locked into Gam Blue's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finicaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind the scenes access to the world of MMA. Of all the superlatives. Oh! Tomorrow, oh good that hand is ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Bam! The legs go. I mean, that is clean. Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network. This episode of the Bout Business MMA podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped's new ultra premium collection is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man. We're talking premium deodorant, hydrating moisturizer, body wash, shampoo and conditioner, and even a free gift. The power of attraction is now in a bottle, thanks to Manscaped. Get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code 20LOO. Support the Bout Business MMA podcast and get 20% off site-wide plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code 20LOO. 20LOO. 20LOO.